message to all y'all broke-ass haters. Y'all ain't doing nothing like Lil Tay. This is why all y'all fucking haters hate me, bitch. This shit cost me 200000 I'm only nine years old. I ain't got no license, but I still drive this sports car, bitch. Your favorite rapper ain't even doing it like Lil Tay. Listen, living, listening to Synchronon. Sick and wrong. Yes, you listen to Synchronon. The Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. God, what a bunch of scumbags. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. I'm your host, Simon. I'm Harrison. What's up, bish? I'm. I'm. <laughs> Sorry, am I supposed to respond to that? I don't even... It's a new word I, I recently learned. I really want to... You wanna... just learned bish? I never knew, I never knew that word, bish. What, how often have you ever used the word bish? All the time. You don't use that in your regular parlance? I don't use it, but I, I write a, a comic book with teen girl characters in it that use the word. You know, despite so what I, you might I, think, yeah. I have very little interaction with teen girls. Okay. Right. You know, and so yeah. I, I, I don't really know much about it. Yeah. But recently... I discovered a beef that occurred actually near my work. When you write work. teenage characters, you have to keep up with the slang and shit. You so do you I mean? watch Riverdale and uh, listen to like Kesha or something? Nah, I just go for on your, you know, for your 4chan and shit, you know? <laughs> you just go and stalk young girls on Facebook? I go on 4chan, Desu, <laughs> you know, all that shit. I, I just, you know, I'm, I'm trying to incorporate the word into my regular like patois. You know? sure. It's just like, I, I, you know, yeah. I just don't know when I would get like to say it. Women on Instagram say it, you know, bish? like this is literally me, bish, you know, underneath a picture of a dog and cat being friends or what, you know, whatever people do on Instagram. What's the etymology of this term, though? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like where, when did people start using it? Um, did Lil I, Kim use the word bish? Uh, yeah, I think it was, uh, Lil' Kim went to the dentist, and then, uh, she, her, <laughs> she, mouth, her was mouth was numb in the backseat of a car, and she said, turn the camera off, bish. Bish. And that's where, it, that's the etymology it's of it. Just, it's too much effort uh-huh. to say bitch. Yeah. So it's like, I'd rather just say bish. Yeah. I, I think it has to do with trap music, personally. Trap oh. music and lean. You know, people are drinking cough syrup, you right. can't articulate properly anymore, so you just start saying bish. Yeah. And not to mention, you don't know how to spell the word bitch. Right. And uh, I think maybe, I don't know, 30% of all new words in our vocabulary will be Xanax puns. <laughs> That's so, exactly what's yeah, happening. I think yeah. Xanax, cough syrup, and trap music has led to this whole new vocabulary amongst the youth. Yes. Which gets me to, uh, to directly into the beef that I mentioned uh, before. Yes. I'm quite infatuated with this beef, to be honest. Uh let me get into it. So, so, no, can you serve it with like a nice chimichurri sauce, or <laughs> how, do you, how do you cook it up? I think you mm. might have to. You know, I think it might might need to be uh, roasted. Okay, ro- roasted beef. That's what it typically is here. Um, so this happened actually right by by where I work in Glendale at the uh, the Americana, the Americana Oof. Mall. Have you ever been there? Yeah, it's kind of like if you've ever played Bioshock Infinite. It's kind of like that. It's like what what America would be like if the Nazis won World War II. Is kind yeah. of what the Americana is. It, it's it's yeah. really weird though because you have to have this like 
that, like they play the same songs like uh barry white's uh never gonna give you up over and over again and then they have this like this these fountains like shooting water up to go into the music and security and guards like kind of like shirts yeah and it's, it's little, it, yeah. it has this very plastic feel about mm. everything it's it's very um yeah stepford wife kind of thing. it's just a very very strange place yeah and it's like this outdoor shopping mall mm-hmm. um very popular right and uh, yeah, very popular in, uh, in Glendale. Apparently, the Cash Me Outside girl confronted two other Instagram famous rapper girls. I guess I don't know if they're all SoundCloud rappers or what they are, but the Cash Me Outside girl has now actually become like kind of a, a uh, like an internationally recognized artist. Yeah, Bad Baby. Her, now, right? her name is Bad Baby. Did we play her song on the show? Or did we? I don't before? think so. I think we talked about it. But we are going to end. Hose. No, we're going to, yeah, we, I don't think we played that, did okay. we? Okay. I don't know. I was going to end the show with this other, this other song called High Bish. Okay. Yeah, which, yeah. Uh, that's where I learned about the word bish. Oh, okay. Yeah, and, uh, and I've been using it a lot. Yeah. Um, I don't really call my girlfriend by her name anymore. Oh. Yeah, it's okay. Bish. So anyway, um, so uh, uh, the, the, uh, the Cashmere Side girl, I think her name is Danielle Bragg, what's that, Bragoli or something? Mm, yeah. I forget. Ba- Bad Baby yeah. uh, was upset at this other, I guess, Instagram rapper chick named the, Woe The most Vicky. famous Florida resident since Ponce de Leon. <laughs> she was upset with this other Instagram rapper chick named Woe Vicky, who I can't really tell which race she is she yeah. acts like a black person but she looks like a white girl with like she looks like a really hair. tan irish girl yeah yeah but i think she, I, I think she claims that she's black okay because people have accused her of being a culture vulture Ooh. and they, yeah they've accused her of like being that. of cultural appropriation and she's mm. like well i'm half black or like an eighth black or something right and then she the whoa vicky girl is accompanied by her friend named lil tay who's a nine-year-old rapper yeah. She's my favorite out of all three bishes. Yeah. Is uh, Lil Tay. See, that's the this problematic though with the Lil rappers cuz what are, what what do they do when they grow up? It's like a big did they does she just become Tay? I think does they, she be, stay they drop Lil the Tay? Lil. They, sometimes well, they don't. But sometimes, sometimes they keep the, the, well, the ones that keep the young when you're Y U N G. Yeah. Cuz you can be like, you know, young H. Right. And then when you get older, you can still be young H. Yeah. But if you're Lil H hmm. at the, you know, once you start Probably after your bar mitzvah, you got to drop the lil. Hmm. I think that's, that's the way it works. Like that little, little bow wow. Little bow wow. He's just bow wow, right? He's bow wow now, okay. yeah. Right. Um, so anyway, uh, the uh, Cash Me Outside girl was upset that Woe Vicky used a racially derogatory term to describe one of her friends. Hmm. And so uh, they were, I guess, I don't know if she knew or found out that these bishes were at the, at the mall, at the Americana, hmm. but she confronted them and there's a video about it. And the Cash Me Outside girl, she is, she's feisty. Did she move here? Does she live here now? I don't know. I, okay. think, I think Bad Baby does all her videos. Okay. Sure. Um, and so apparently Bad Baby, yeah. Cash Me Outside girl, she made a diss track about this whoa Vicky. Hmm. I'm very interested in this beef. Wow. So many levels. Um, it's almost like Shakespearean. Yeah. But a, a, a current retelling of a Shakespearean uh, story here. Rivalry. Um, the Capulets versus the Montagues. In my here. opinion, it's more Euripidean, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> however you want to call it, you know. But anyway, uh, Bad Baby did a, uh, made a diss track. All right. You know, mentioning this yeah. Will Vicky. Which, you know, that, a lot goes into these diss tracks. 
And people had diss tracks back in the day. Easy sure. made a diss track about Dr. Dre. Yeah. There were a lot of diss tracks, but now that's pretty much how, what escalates into a beef. Yes. Have you ever have you ever written a diss track? No, never, never have. No, never I, I don't have. think I ever have. I don't think I ever have had cause to. I think. Uh, huh. I don't know. I, I guess I never really even thought about it. I, I, maybe this entire show is a diss track. It is, in a sense. Yeah. You know, if you think about it that way. I mean, I don't know if there has to be such a rigid definition of diss track. Hmm. Possibly. I, I mean, it's we don't rhyme. Yeah. I, I yeah. I think this entire show is just a diss track on my. Cold hopes and dreams. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? I think life is a diss track for me. Yeah. Life's just dissed me many, right. many ways. Um, mainly because, you know, I'm not like a semi literate uh, high school dropout who repeats the same words over and over a trap beat and get 90 million views on my videos. Right. 90 yeah. million views. You, I mean, that's insane. Mm. Like, this girl has like a whole career from this, you know? Um, I highly doubt she's ever read Catcher in the Rye or a separate piece. Bad Baby doesn't need that. No. Maybe Red Badge of Courage. Possibly. Maybe. She prob- yeah. Probably. Probably. Fucking separate piece. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so Bad Baby yeah. wrote this reaction video to Woe Vicky songs. It's for Woe Vicky. And uh, the beef escalated to an actual confrontation yeah. in front of the Forever 21 yeah. at the Americana. And we watched the video prior to the show, and it's thrilling. It it's is. gripping. Yeah. Um, they had to hold her back. It gets real serious. Yeah. But I want to know, who are all those weird guys I standing around? I think it's around? her body or her okay. crew. It's like okay. these guys, like these bodyguards. And the bodyguards almost get into it, yeah. too. But, I mean, is that what you are? If you're like a, a 15-year-old Instagram rapper chick, you have to have bodyguards, I'm assuming. I don't know. And they're know. like tattooed black guys, yeah. pretty much. Okay. Um, I the the one thing that the the person who they drag her away like Donald Duck or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, because she yeah, smacked yeah. the other yeah, one. Yeah. And it, but my favorite thing too is it all like at first they like accuse each other, but then it just goes into bish bish come at yeah. me bish. Right. And then she like slapped her because that uh, the uh, Cashmere's that girl's feisty. I wouldn't I wouldn't want to cross her. No, she would slap the shit out of you. Yeah, she's you know. I, I've seen she, videos of her slapping the shit out of like some old lady on a plane. Yeah. Like no, on Southwest. I mean, she, you know, she's she's like a bayou creature. She's not even, you know, a, a, <laughs> like a real person. You know what I mean? No, you don't I, want to fuck with those people. Well, my thing is, like, the girl's like she's 14. probably from the same fucking trailer park as Lobster Boy. You know what I mean? <laughs> she's like, like fourteen on. or fifteen. Right? How is she being educated, or does that matter anymore? I don't think that matters. Like, do is she homeschooled? I mean, I mean, if she can, you know, make videos that have how many hits? Did you say? 90 million, just one yeah. song. Yeah. This is the High Bish song. Yeah. And uh, I think D's Hoes or something. I don't even know. It's just, it's interesting. It's because, you know, she's 14. The entire song's about fucking, you know? <laughs> so it's like, okay. All right. And she's like a 14 year old. What's going on here? You know, she's yeah. rather developed for a 14 year old, though. I mean, I'm not going to go down this road with you. Dude, you look at her. I was like, God, you know, how, how did this happen? Hmm. I'm waving to you as you walk down this this road. I'm just saying, I'm alone, not checking her out, me. but she looks very uh, developed for her age. And now that's now that well, I'm talking I, about. I would, I would say most girls that I've befriended, dated, women, whatever in my life, have probably had sex by age fourteen. At fourteen? Yeah. Uh huh. I guess maybe most I mean, women, women I've, develop... I've known around my life probably lost their virginity at age fourteen. I guess I don't know. Yeah. I mean, 14 to 16, I suppose. Mm. 
But I mean, uh, women develop uh, faster than men. You know, right? And they develop and emotionally faster and faster as time goes on. Like as we get also get taller. Mm. Well, most of us. But are, but so in your research of teenage mm. women. <laughs> I've never girls. done any research. Your research on teenage girls. I'm just saying anecdotally, <laughs> people I know. All right, I like to get um, people's life stories. <laughs> Fuck you. All right. As I'm going undercover yeah. as a yeah. teenage girl on Facebook <laughs> to learn how to, how they speak. That's that's the only reason, and to get pictures. Um, just anyway. for slang. <laughs> just for slang. All right, come on. So yeah. bad baby. Mm confronted her and they got broken up mm. by the uh, bodyguards but bad baby got to throw a haymaker it looked like she connected it was too. serious yeah and then that's and that's what led mm. my favorite person my favorite character the bad baby beef. looks like she's one of these chicks like you could just look at her and you could know like if she if she came at you with a knife she'd stab you like 50 times in the course of 20 <laughs> seconds like in prison you know yeah like, like a shit like really just, fast yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I, th- I think she's just trained to do that. It's in her stick. like genetics. Yeah, yeah, totally. You know, yeah. Um, she's not gonna like. I think like use caution no. to be like, oh, I don't, I don't want to hurt that person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's like, no, I'm stabbing you to kill. But the, yeah, but she'd the, be crouched on top of your rib cage, just jamming it in. <laughs> but the 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 character who fascinates me the most is this nine year old. Okay, because I don't know how the nine year old. Mm became involved with these bad bitches mm. and how if and if she's an actual rapper or not i think she is a rapper yeah but what parent allows their nine-year-old to consort with with these bad bitches who drop out of high school and then make soundcloud raps oh she's got to have a show mom you think you a know? momager yeah definitely well, it's it's amazing. I looked up the I looked mm. up the the young nine year old mm-hmm. uh, little Tay because my my girlfriend's theory is that she actually has Andy Milanakis disease mm. and looks young, like okay. Gary Coleman. Yeah, like looks young, but is actually like twenty four. But I don't know. I mean, you you saw that video. Yeah. I think she's nine. Again, I think this is a side effect of giving chil- giving young children smartphones. You know, oh, that could be. I think they that's develop, what all this They develop faster. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, she's already a nine-year-old, and she has like the vocabulary of like I don't know, like a a '90s era rapper. Sure. You know, like MC Light or something. Okay. You know, or uh, or Nicki, not not quite Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj actually, I think, is an advanced rapper, like compared to these these three. But maybe eventually these three will graduate to that level. Okay. You know. Uh, but anyway, the uh, the, the nine year old. It'd be good if they graduate from something, you know. <laughs> um, we can help. Yeah, probably prison mm. high school, yeah. <laughs> prison GED programs. Yeah. But anyway, uh, the nine year old has all these videos. If you look her up online, where she's like just carrying wads of cash, and she's yeah. like in her bathroom being like, "My sink is worth more than your rent, bish. Yeah. You know, my toilet's worth more than your rent, bish." And then there's like pictures of her like by a like a I don't know it looks like a Ferrari or something yeah and she's she's saying like I don't even know how to drive but this is my ride bish and I'm like does the nine year old have a Ferrari and what does this mean for us I don't know what I, this I don't means. know yeah like why does this nine year old have more money than me and has a Ferrari well I for one salute our new overlords <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm about to say I think yeah. we're gonna have to like eventually serve them right. Or something, but so anyway, in the uh, so in the scene, we'll they definitely get bro- be serving them coffee. That's for sure. <laughs> and during the beef, they get broken up. Yeah, it's it's the beef is broken up, and they drag the cash me outside girl away 
and she's struggling. Right. I mean, yeah. she's not happy about being dragged away. And the other two then seize on that opportunity. Actually, really I think that's the only shit. way she leaves anywhere is being dragged away. Is being away. dragged yeah, away, yeah. yeah. Right. I think that's why she employs these these massive <laughs> yeah. bouncers to yeah. drag her away. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she's getting dragged away. And then the other two then seize on this opportunity to be like, Bish, mm. I'll cut you up, Bish, and like mm. scream at her. And so they posted their own retort mm. and their own response yeah. to uh, the bad baby, which we have here. A riposte. Yeah, a riposte, if you will, yeah. yes. Okay. All right. Fuck bad baby. She a bitch. She's trying to act cool with her bodyguard, but she can't do shit. She's got a big wad of cash in her hand. It's like... <laughs> She can't even punch right, bitch. She a pussy. Broke ass, bitch. You can't fight for shit, and you a bitch. Little stupid bitch trying to come for me and my sister. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's bitch. the other one. Yeah. Go back to beating up your mom on Dr. Phil. <laughs> you gotta admit, yeah. that's quite a burn there at the that end. That is quite a burn, Go yeah. back to beating up your mom on Dr. Phil. I would like to know if Lil Tay, the nine-year-old, has I mean, you could say that about parents. anybody, you know? But do you think the nine-year-old even has parents? you think she has a mom manager or something? I do. I don't, yeah, I don't even Honestly, know. Honestly, I see this video. It kind of makes me want to have a kid. <laughs> but would you train your kid to start becoming a SoundCloud rapper? Probably, yeah. And just uh, yeah. start making diss tracks? And giving me big wads of money, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this is your Ferrari. I'm just going to be driving it for the next fucking I will, seven years. <laughs> I'll drive you around until yeah, yeah. you're street legal, okay? <laughs> that's, that's the way it works here. I, you know, I don't know. I'm concerned about the youth hmm. and the future, the future of, uh, of this country. Okay. I mean, this country. It's just like, I mean, these, these kids, 90 million views. It's obviously people all around the world are, are looking, looking towards these people for inspiration. Yes. You know, they're inspired by them. They're... We, uh, revere them. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I don't really know. It's like when I was a kid in high school, you know, I guess I was listening to grunge music, which I thought was kind of cool. Right. I mean, like Motley Crue or things like that. But also like, I mean, like The Doors and Led Zeppelin and things like that. Kids today are just listening to like Lil Xan. You seen that guy? Yeah, you were talking about him. He's last got time like I was his here. face is covered in tattoos. Yeah. He's like 18 years old. Um, he's got a producer named Zan Frank. Right. So he also uh, uses Xanax. He has Everything a picture is... of Anne Frank tattooed on his face. I saw I saw that, yeah. And, and so these girls mm. date guys like that. And so then mm. they'll breed yeah. and then think about it. I don't even think at that point that even education even matters. Like I don't even think mm. they need to. Because I don't think these rappers even need to master a language. Because mm. it's pretty much just mumble core. Yeah. And you can just mumble whatever you want and get 180 million views for your video. These are the babies that you can't actually give formula too you gotta just feed them mountain dew <laughs> or else they die malt liquor or yeah. something. i'm not quite sure what that i think actually i yeah. think they start them on xanax at a very early age yeah because they're so out of control it's just like just give them xanax right like put xanax in their fucking gerber baby food <laughs> and that's go you're that's how you make a soundcloud rapper at the age of nine apparently i mean in the, yeah i mean in the future everything's just going to be gladiatorial fights with honey boo boo mutants beating each other to death you know i think but but the thing that worries me the most about these kids yeah these kids are obsessed with marijuana they okay. celebrate 420 yeah you know as if it's a fucking national holiday you know it is i guess it is it's but it, day. It, yeah it is yeah. i mean it's a it's a, it's a holiday mm. but what are they going to do how are they going to deal after 16 years of chronic marijuana use, and they start scrometing. Now, if I'm correct, I think that's uh, that's slang 
that the kids use for ejaculation. Because <laughs> they, they, they thought it was like, oh, it's like your, scro- your scrotum is vomiting. It's, right? it's you know, it's, it's very close. Yeah. I would think if I hadn't already learned the definition of that term. Yeah. I probably would think, you know, that's actually a good yeah. assessment of that word. You know, it's scrum, yeah. you know, scrumiting, like your yeah. scrotum vomit. You know, actually, it's, it's a portmanteau, screaming, okay. vomiting. And apparently, hmm. chronic marijuana users have been suffering extreme bouts yeah, of scrumiting. portmanteau is also the name of a transgender worker who will vomit on your scrotum if requested. <laughs> so, you know. Does that come from experience? Yeah. All right. Uh, hopefully, hopefully mm. it didn't cost you a pretty penny. She's great. That's, a, that's why we have this Patreon mm. money, mm. people. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. so uh, Doctors in America have reported that uh, lots of uh, chronic marijuana users have been hospitalized recently after suffering extreme bouts of scrumiting, which means they actually scream and vomit simultaneously. Mm. How do you think that sounds? I don't even want to try it. <laughs> <laughs> Which like also that? sounds like getting raped in prison. Yeah, it sounds kind of like yeah. the, the Murlocs from World of Warcraft. Yeah. <laughs> but you got to think, that's got to, that's got to like, uh, you know, harsh the mellow of the buzz. Right. If you think about it, you just start yeah. scrometing, you know, without any... Uh, I oh, can't yeah, listen to Skrillex warning. without vomiting. <laughs> <laughs> Although, actually, Skrillex makes me scrummit. Yeah, yeah. I would say most of these SoundCloud rappers give me that scrummiting feeling. Mm. It's like I'm screaming because it hurts my ears, but at the same time, I'm vomiting because I'm having like a you know an actual what are they screaming reaction? about? Is the question you know? I think it's just violent screaming. Okay. You know, it's involuntary uh, screaming. Yeah, it's a condition called cannabinoid hyperemesis syndrome, hmm. and they say it would affect people who've consumed weed. For a long period of time, they say about 16 years. If you smoke weed three to five times a day for 16 years, there's a good chance you're going to get you're going to develop CHS. Well, I know some folks that should be have, getting uh, that real soon. Yeah, yeah, I've been smoking weed at least 16. I've I've taken breaks. Yeah, but at least 16 years for definitely longer than 16 yeah. years. I'm an old man, but I mean, I've never. I'm not a chronic. I don't smoke three to five times a day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like the type where it's like. After I've done my shit, maybe at night I'll smoke a little bit, but only yeah. a few times a week because I'm not, I'm not that into it as much right. as I used to be. But when I was younger, I smoked a lot. Mm. You know, because there's people now, I know even like people I, uh, that I work with that wake and bake. Yeah. How do you like accomplish anything in your day if you're getting up, smoking a ton of weed and then going to work? Like I don't, I wouldn't even want to be high at work. Yeah. Just ruin that. I mean, that's like almost like the same thing as scrumming. I'd rather scrum it than be high at work. Okay. It's about the same thing. Yeah. It would definitely kill my buzz. So the illness is not properly understood, but it's known that the only guaranteed way to stop it is for sufferers to either stop smoking cannabis altogether um, or take a hot bath. Hmm. So apparently you can take a hot bath. Okay. And it calms you down. You start the screaming and the vomiting just kind of stops. Hmm. You stop screaming and vomiting. Um. Scrumming. This is all just a trick to get stoners to bathe, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Clever ruse. Yeah, mm. the uh, the metro mm. uh, the metro.co.uk is just so they're they're going out there being like yeah. we are going to get stoners yeah. to smell better yeah. <laughs> because they smell like patchouli and bo. Yeah. So if we uh, scare them into uh, into bathing, mm. it might actually make the world a better place. <laughs> Everything in London will smell better. Yeah. Um, do they actually, do they, they, weed isn't legal in London, is it? No, it's not. They don't have dispensaries there. No. Nope. Yeah. 
But uh, yeah, very legal out here. Apparently, scrobbing was first reported in Australia in 2004, hmm. which for some reason doesn't really surprise me. I mean, you think about it. It's like if you drink Fosters every day, yeah, that would probably make you scrommet. Probably, yeah. You know? But I also was wondering, like, what kind of weed do they even have in Australia? I don't know. They probably have pretty good weed. You think so? Yeah. It's, they have a lot of place to grow it. You know what I mean? I guess. But yeah. I mean, I just, I don't know. I always assume, like, because they have such mm. fucked up animals out there that they have their own weird fucking weed. You know, like koala kush or something. Oh, yeah. They probably have some, like annihilation fucking yeah, genetically what, mutated yeah, shit. Yeah, ge- genetically yeah. mutated like platypus mm. bud or something. I don't yeah. even know what they would call it. Something weird. I smoke kangaroo scrotum. Mm. You know, I don't, who knows what they do out there. But anyway, that's where it started. Yeah. Scrometing came from Australia. Hmm. Yeah. Drunk on Foster's, smoke a little weed. They brought us so many great things. <laughs> Fuck a kangaroo yeah. and you start scrometing. Mm. Uh, but with the loosened marijuana laws in the United States... Now that weed's becoming legalized in more states, healthcare officials are seeing it more often, especially amongst long-term heavy marijuana users. Yeah. And they're saying it's the, uh, the onset of dabbing, which mm. is bringing on scrominging. Interesting. So, and I doubt, like, it's, there's not a doubt in my mind that uh, Cash Me Outside Girl dabs. Okay. Because when we started smoking weed, you know, when I was young, it was like, what, you got a joint from some guy at a gas station or mm-hmm. something, or at the arcade, and you bought a joint, and then you and your three friends would smoke that joint, and you get high. Yeah. Nowadays, 14-year-olds are sitting there, like, getting dabs, which is basically like fucking a, like a crack pipe of marijuana. It's like, you know, have you ever dabbed? No, I can't smoke weed. Dude, it's insane. Yeah. It's like it's concentrated THC. Mm. It's like crack THC. Yeah. And you got to use like a fucking Bunsen burner. I can't even handle like... regular weed. You know yeah. What I mean? so, but no. so these kids are doing it from the age of 14. Mm. And they're not in school. Mm. You know, they're making mumblecore raps. So I bet you they start scrominging by the age of 18. Right. I mean, it says 16 years for chronic marijuana users, but those are people like who's probably started smoking joints. I think these uh, SoundCloud rappers are abusing Xanax, cough syrup, and dabbing you know, from the age of 12, hmm. they're probably going to start scrominging by the age of 18. Yeah. You know, before they should have graduated from high school, which they probably won't do. Um, so uh, they, they interviewed this woman, a San Diego woman here, Shalfante Lenny Queen. That's her hmm. name, Shalfante. Uh, she said she's had the condition for 17 years. 17 years she's been suffering. She's 48 now. She's had the condition for the past 17 years. She said periodic bouts of CHS have incapacitated her for days. She even lost a modeling job after she was mistaken for an alcoholic. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, and for years, it just stumped her, her doctor. She said she would scream out for death. She's cried out for her mother who's been dead for 20 years. And uh, they thought she was like a mentally ill alcoholic. What's her name? Her name is Shelfonte, C-H-A-L-F-O-N-T-E, mm-hmm. Queen, okay. Shelfonte Queen. Okay. And apparently she suffers from uh, CHS. All right. Doctors have been stunned by this new condition. Uh, it appears to be becoming much more common recently with the legalization. Um, they interview this doctor here, Dr. Craig Smolin, who's a medical director of the San Francisco Division of the California Poison Control System. He says that some people may be genetically predisposed to CHS and uh, the changes have, have, have it started happening and becoming more common because of the potency and chemical makeup of, of marijuana these days. Yeah. You know, back in the day, it's like you'd, we'd smoke like fucking ditch weed. 
know, brown ditchweed. It's like now you're smoking concentrated THC in a waxy ball. Sure. You're dabbing it or shatter, whatever they call it. You know, it's like it's insane. I could imagine doing it, doing it that way and doing it that much. No wonder you're scrometing. Uh, they, they say it affects the function of cannabinoid receptors in the part of the brain called the hypothalamus, which regulates the digestive system and body temperatures. So the, the buildup of cannabinoids, which is like exacerbated by, you know, the, the high concentration potency dabbing, um, just causes you to puke and scream. Hmm. Puke and scream, apparently. Um, they said it's rare, though. And, uh, you know, and, and, and they're trying to treat it right now. Um, but, but most, but the only real treatment, the only real uh, way to uh, resolve it is just to stop smoking marijuana. So screaming, vomiting, hot baths. Yeah. Hot baths. It, it sounds like it turns you into some kind of Ren and Stimpy fucking character <laughs> or something. I don't even understand this. But you know, it kind of, it's yeah. just, it sort of like makes me think of, you know how like there's some people you, you just don't want to do drugs around. Yeah. You know, there's some people you're just like. I'm one of them. Yeah. Like I yeah. couldn't, I wouldn't want to smoke weed around you. No. Like you'd probably freak the, the fuck I'd out. I'd be in the fetal position, scrumming. So do you get? Do you scrum it though? No, do I don't scrum, scrum it, but, but I get, I get weird synesthesia pains, and um, I, actually, this makes me very happy because I, I'm very, very jealous of people that can smoke weed. You know what I mean? Because I, obviously, I'm one of these people that are like, alcohol, isn't enough for me. I need other. I need. I, I always feel like I need something else, and. Um, it can't be weed because weed just fucks my brain up. So are you, you know how like everyone's always like, well, you're, are you smoking a sativa yeah. or an indica? Whenever somebody does says that, I want to drown them in a fucking fish tank. <laughs> so, but- oh no, you just you just haven't smoked it. You know what? Fuck you. I know. I I've, I've been around. I've been doing this for twenty years. I know what my fucking brain does. You know what I mean? So okay. Like, no, you got to try it again. You know what? You try it again and you babysit me while I'm fucking you know on the floor like a gargoyle. You know, it, it, a lot of people, this develops over time. Like my sister used to be a major stoner when she yeah. was younger, but now mm. she smokes a little bit of weed. She gets crazy paranoid. Mm. Starts freaking out. Wackerly is the same way. Like Wackerly, he smoked weed in college, yeah. you know? And then uh, as he got older, he said that like around the age of like 32, mm. he said it just started making him really paranoid and it wasn't fun. Like the high wasn't fun. And now he says if he smokes it, he's like locking his windows. He's like sitting, mm. barricading himself in his office. Right. He's like, he's all freaked out about it. Hmm. Like thinking people are like his neighbors are trying to break into his house. Yeah. And you know, I don't feel like that at all when I smoke weed. Okay. You know, I, I weed up and I don't smoke a lot of it. But I'll yeah. smoke, you know, I'll smoke like a, a bowl, a couple puffs of a bowl or something, a couple bong hits here and there. <laughs> Um, okay. and, uh, yeah, and it's just kind of, it's relaxing, mm. you know, that's typically how I, feel. I, I couldn't imagine, I, I assume if I started screaming and vomiting every time I smoked weed, I probably wouldn't continue smoking weed. Right. Yeah. It makes me think of this chick in, uh, this girl I used to know in college. Uh, she dated a friend of mine and we used to hang out with her cause she lived down the street from where I lived. It's a beautiful girl. Her name was Angie. She was like half Apache. Um, but I, I remember in college we started hanging out. And she'd come over, and uh, she was epileptic. And she would say how, like, sometimes weed would cause it to happen Mm because she'd get paranoid and would just bring back, like, cause an epileptic fit. And so she'd come over, and she was a major stoner. She'd always wanted to smoke weed. Not that she'd bring weed over. She'd want to smoke your weed. So she'd stop. She was like a classic, like, super hot chick that didn't really work. And, uh, you know, we just show up and expect, you know, they have that sense of entitlement. Like, I'm hot. You want to hang out with me. And I will, 
you know, share my hotness around you. Sure. To make you yeah. look better. Right. But uh, she's one of those girls. So she'd come over and just kind of be like, hey, you got any weed? And it always in the back of my mind, I'm like, what am I going to do if you start having a seizure? Yeah. And I would just be really freaked out. Hmm. And you never knew. You never knew if it was going to come on or not. She had one one time, but it was like a very mild one. Yeah. But it was weird because she started like her eyes kind of went up, like, like kind of went back and she started just kind of like, uh, for like, like, like it was almost like she was unable to enunciate a word mm. and it sounded like she was kind of choking and then she was fine. Hmm. And I was like, are you okay? And she was like, yeah, that was like a mini one. Hmm. And so I was thinking, what, what happens if you have a major one? She's like, I'd be on the, you'd know, I'd be on the floor hmm. frothing, like spitting and shaking. And I was like, okay, I think I'm done smoking weed with you forever. Cause I never want to experience She gets them regardless that. of weed though. She said weed. Yeah. She gets them regardless. Mm. I think she said it was like anxiety. Okay. We bring it on. But mm. also like, I think she, you know, I think she was epileptic, but it, it was weird though, because she wasn't epileptic in high school, but it was after high school when she was in her twenties, it mm. started. So, but anyway, it was just marijuana. She knew marijuana would cause it to ha would precipitate a seizure. Sure. And she would always come over to smoke weed. And I was like, just waiting for it to happen oh god i don't have liability <laughs> insurance oh jesus i just i wouldn't know what, what the fuck yeah. are you supposed to do um put a wallet in her mouth a wallet in their mouth yeah mm -hmm. and they said they could bite so they don't bite down so they don't yeah. bite off their tongue right? correct yeah yeah don't put anything metal in their mouth no, why why not metal because then they'll bite down on that and break their, break teeth. their teeth yeah so. i've heard like a leather belt strap leather belt or something works, you know hmm. uh ball gag have you ever you know, whatever, have you, whatever you, you got have you, you ever know? had to deal with that um no i have not i had hmm. a friend that that uh, he uh my best friend who died i don't know 28 or something he got a brain tumor and started getting seizures and then like they wouldn't let him drive you know because he would randomly get seizures because it was pressing mm. on his brain so yeah did he die from it yeah Wow. Which is weird because I always thought that he would either overdose or hang himself. Because yeah. he'd overdosed and, and tried to hang himself several times. But that's what ironically, Yeah, ironically, that's what go. actually worked out. Yeah. Huh. That's weird. Did you ever yeah. smoke weed with that guy? Sure. Smoke weed for the first time with that guy. Did he didn't every have a drug for the first time with that guy. Wow. Weird. Yeah. Huh. He didn't get the tumor until he was in his mid-20s. Hmm. Yeah. That's, that's, that, that is odd. There you go. Yep, live fast, die young. Yeah. Become a SoundCloud rapper. <laughs> that's the way it works. <laughs> Bad baby. Bad that's, baby. That's the name. I, I Isn't predict. Is it spelled like B H A D or something? Yeah, like? at first I thought it's it was like, Bod Bobby. Like B H A, like Bod Bobby. Yeah, like a Bollywood fucking yeah, like pop star I, or yeah, something. Bod Bobby. Yeah. But then it's, you know, the nine year old calls her Bad Baby. And mm. I was like, oh. And I'm thinking maybe she doesn't know how to spell bad. No, I, that's what rappers do now. They, they add cool to extra, misspell stuff. Extra they think characters. it gives them branding. You know, like, oh, I'll use a dollar sign instead of an S, or I'll use a three instead of an E, or, you know, whatever. <laughs> you know? Or, or, that's, or, that's branding. Or like, yo, I'm going to start calling myself D Rugs because of drugs. Drugs, man. D yeah. Rugs. Yeah. yeah. I guess I can kind of see that. Shit like that. Yeah. It's all about puns and, and misspelling. Hmm. You know? 
It's all about these days. I'm definitely way too old to understand this, <laughs> but I'm not too old to be infatuated with it. Yeah. I really all am. Right. We'll have to see what happens to bad baby. Uh, people, this is episode 631 here, second round. We have news coming up next. We have uh, phone calls after that. But first, here's a word about our lovely Patreon page. Do you need more sick and wrong in your life? Do you need one more news story to make you feel normal? Are three phone calls barely enough to feed the raging beast of desire? Well, then it's time for you to get the help you need and become a sick and wrong patron. Sign up at patreon.com slash sick and wrong and you'll have access to exclusive Patreon-only content such as news stories, extra phone calls, and much, much more. Become a patron today and help us make a better sick and wrong for tomorrow. That's patreon.com slash sick and wrong. So the first story we have here came in from uh, a guy named Chris. Actually, several people sent this in, but uh, Chris is the first. He says, this should keep you talking for half an hour. I've read it twice and I still can't understand what the fuck happened. All right. Um, I, uh, in parentheses here, Harrison would probably do this. Cheers, boys, Chris. Okay. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Jury's out whether or not you do this. Maybe. Uh, Very confusing story. It really is. I mean, there's, there's some stuff I wouldn't do, you know? Yeah. I wouldn't try to rape a giant squid. It's a bad idea, you know. In the water or out of the water? Out of the water, it's different. Yeah, I was about it's to dead, say. Yeah, know? I mean, then you if could. It's dead. It's fine. Yeah, you know, because it... is it really technically rape when it's dead? No, because then you're tampering with the corpse. Yeah, yeah. only dead it's things. Only dead things. All right, then that's totally legal. Actually, I don't. Even, I don't even know if that's legal. I don't know how you would. Uh, I, I actually, I think you could rape a squid. I mean, I, th- I think it's legal to rape a dead squid. Like yeah. if if you went and bought, if you went to that uh, that Asian market up the street, the mm-hmm. seafood Asian market, and yeah. you bought a, a squid right. or an octopus and you fucked it, mm. I don't think that would be against the law. No, you're perfectly within your legal rights. Yeah, all right. Yeah. I just I just wouldn't want to see it or be anywhere near yeah. it. They have it beaks. Occurring. Do they? Yeah. Mm. They have beaks, man. Do they have a cloaca? Like, what would you fuck? <sighs> the beak. You don't fuck the beak. Pretty sure you do. I, what else is there? Unless you're just going to use the tentacles as a flashlight. Don't they have like a, an excretory sh- hole that they shoot their, I don't know, like plankton oh, out of? Oh, you know what? They might have some kind of a, an ink. Yeah, like you probably fuck the ink hole, I imagine. I think I'm going to start scrominging. <laughs> starting to make me ill thinking about de- fucking a dead squid. I don't, how are we talking about this? What? I don't know. Okay. Anyway, I think yeah. actually this happens in the story. It's a very confusing story. There's a lot of moving parts. It's rather complicated. Mm. It's a Byzantine twisting narrative here. Okay. All right. Um, incest suspect went on a killing spree mm. of daughter and son after she broke up with him. Mm. Complicated, right? Yeah. Incest suspect. It's a guy here. Killed his own daughter and their son. The son he had with his daughter. And then after she broke up with him. I always have a hard time wrapping my brain around these incest stories. Yeah. I don't know. What, I, you know? It's it's just complicated because I'm kind of like, how would this... How does this wait happen? Wait a minute. How is he his own grandfather? You know, it's always kind of hard to understand. Yeah, it's I think just, it's... My part- brain is just... I don't know. Well, I think it's because you, you didn't grow up in the South. Yeah. I think if you were from like South Carolina or, some, or Virginia, it'd make more sense. Right. 
you know, but being that you're from like the so East Coast. From like Bad Baby, you can yeah. explain this to like, me. Oh, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm sure she's a product of okay. incest. Uh, this happened in, uh, it, well, actually it's happened in three different states. Mm. Uh, but Milford, Connecticut, New Milford, Connecticut was one of the states. A man accused of impregnating his biological daughter killed her, their infant son, and her adoptive father before turning the gun on himself in an apparent murder-suicide that spanned three states. How old is she? She's 20. Her, he's 42. Her adopted father? Yeah. It's a complicated wow. story. Okay. Yeah. Let, me, let, me, let me give it a go here. Okay. I have a lot of experience with these stories. Okay. So the guy's name, Stephen Walter Plattel, mm. is the incestuous father. Stephen Walter Platter, Plattel. He's 42 years old, mm. and his daughter, his biological daughter, mm. is named Katie Rose Plattel. She's 20. Mm. They were charged with incest this past January after mm. she gave birth to their son. Okay. In September 2017. So she, they had a son together. He had a son mm. with his daughter. And uh, they actually were charged with incest in uh, January when uh, I guess people found... I think his wife actually uh, told the authorities. Mm. This past week on Thursdays, on Thursday, officers found the body of their seven-month-old son, Bennett, uh, at 9 a.m. Uh, when they were performing a welfare check. Mm. I guess they were alerted by his mother that, uh, that um, this kid might be... Um, might be injured. You know when your father is also your grandfather? It's one less Father's Day card you have to buy. That is true. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Some you could just buy, yeah. Right. No, it's not that bad. <laughs> Two birds with one stone. Yeah. Um, then police found a man and a woman shot to death in a pickup truck in New Milford, Connecticut. So the baby was killed in North Carolina. Then they found um, the daughter and her adopted father shot to death in a pickup truck in New Milford, Connecticut after a passerby reported a shooting. Who was the baby with? The baby was actually with, um, the baby was with Stephen, the father. Oh. He uh, picked up the baby. So his mother assumed custody of the baby when they were charged with incest. Okay. And so his mother had been raising the, the child. He went and, and uh, I guess, just picked up the baby for the day from his mother. Why is he allowed to do that? He's not. Okay, all right. But he did because he was planning on killing it. Huh. Yeah, and then he killed oh, the well baby. then. So why not? Go about your business. And that's sure. how I think this all was found okay. out is because the mother, he was, he was basically like, you know what? I'm going to kill myself. I'm going to mm. take all these motherfuckers out with me. Mm. Um, just destroy everybody. Scorched earth policy here. Right. And so he called his mother and told her about it. And that's why she called the police to go find, the, find you know, check on the infant. Okay. And so they found the infant dead, but he wasn't home. And so he had taken off. He got a, and uh, attacked his, his daughter slash mother of his child mm. and her father, her adoptive father, killed both of them. And then he was, he was found miles away in Dover, New York, after he shot himself hmm. in a van. So it was a murder-suicide that spanned three states. Pretty amazing. So how um, many limbs did this baby have? <laughs> I think it had a beak like an octopus. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, investigators are working to establish a timeline here of events. And so this actually will make a little more sense. Like, you'll be able to follow the story. I had to read this. Like, the guy who sent this in mm. wasn't exaggerating. I had to read it, like, three times to be like, what the fuck? I don't think we've ever done a story like this on Sick and Wrong. Mm. How often do you ever find a murder-suicide spanning three states involving a, a man who fathered a child with his daughter? 
That's pretty crazy. Yeah, no, this yeah. is like, yeah, the epitome of sick and wrong here. Mm. So the relationship between... Not since Klaus Kinski, has anybody done exactly. that? Exactly. Yeah. The relationship between uh, Stephen and Katie began when they met as adults. So Stephen was living with his former wife, Alyssa. They gave birth to Katie 20 years ago. Did they put her up for adoption? They did. Uh-huh. So uh, they, she was, uh, the wife was 17 when, uh, when she had the child. He was 22 then. They yeah. opted to put the baby up for adoption because they couldn't, they couldn't support her. Sure. And so 18 years later, Katie located her biological parents on Facebook. And so I think there was a little bit of uh, genetic sexual attraction, GSA, going on right. here. So I think um, what happened is uh, she, found, she found her biological parents on uh, Facebook and she later moved in with them, calling them her real mom and dad. Right. So That did, kind of shit can really facilitate the old Electra Oedipus complexes, you know what I mean? Well, do you think, I mean, did you ever think about doing that when you were in high school? Doing what? Finding your biological parents. Sure. All the time. Yeah? yeah. Did you, when did you do it? How'd you, when, when I was in my early 20s. Why didn't you do it earlier? Because, to be honest, I didn't really want to, I didn't, I thought about doing it, but uh, I didn't really want to do it. Um, because... I thought it would ultimately be disappointing to find people who didn't want me in the first place. Mm. Um, the only reason I did it is because I found that I had a twin sister that I didn't know about. So that's, that's why I did How'd it. you find that out, though? My parents told me. Oh, so your adopted parents? Yeah. They, they were like, you actually have a twin. Yeah, and was, how old were you? 22. Oh, they were 22. So they waited till you were like yeah. graduate high school. Yeah. Do you think, had you found out, like if Facebook was around or something, and you mm. found this out, found out about your you know, your twin sister, your biological parents, by the time you're like 15, would your parents have let you move in with them? Probably. Probably. Yeah. They would have been cool with that? Yeah. Even at like 15 or 16, they would have been like, all right, that's, that's fine. We've raised you your whole life, but now you can move in with your biological parents. Oh, who would let me do it? The, the biological or the adoptive? No, your adoptive parents. Oh. Would they have been cool with you moving in? No, or- probably not. They probably I guess, would yeah. not be cool with it. I guess they could have. Uh, yeah, I guess they could have enforced that because they were they had custody. Yeah, you got to be careful with it. With it, uh, uh, like when you like you obviously adopting a child is good um, because there's a lot of unwanted children out there. Blah blah blah, etc. But um, a lot of people don't know this. The the, the you know you, you know in the Catholic Church there's like patron saints of everything. There's a patron saint of adopted children. His name is uh, Saint William of Rochester. Um, and, uh, he, because he, uh, he was a guy who was, uh, he was a man of God. He, uh, adopted like a street kid and then they went on a pilgrimage together and then the street kid let him down an alley, slit his throat and took his money. Wow. Really? Yeah. Why? Because I don't, he wanted some money. So you're saying you should be wary of adopting homeless kids? I'm saying. Or any kid. You gotta, you, you gotta be, you gotta expect some shit sometimes if you're going to adopt children. You know what hmm. I mean? Um, more, more likely they'll destroy themselves, but you never know. They might destroy you too. Yeah, I guess, I guess, I guess that's something to consider. Yeah. You I know, mean, why'd they make him? He's the patron saint. Because yeah. he got killed by a child he adopted. Yeah. There you go. So were you concerned at all when you met your bio parents that there might be some GSA going on? No, I was not. So as soon as you met him, you're like, ah, I'm not attracted. I wasn't a concern. You <laughs> never thought you yeah. might father a child with nope. your mom? Nope. All right. Well, you're different than than the the platels here, right? Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> I think that because these platels are from the fucking south. Right. You know, I think when you when you're reared in the southern United States, I think genetic genetic sexual attraction is just part of life. You know, like Waffle happen. House. Like Waffle House. Yeah. Okay. Um. So anyway, she moved in with her uh, with her biological parents, calling them mother and father. Um, she had lived with her adopted parents up to the age of, uh, I guess she was 18. Mm-hmm. She was 18. Kelly and Anthony Fusco, who uh, had lived in New York, and she lived with her parents. And during that time, she was planning on becoming an artist and attending, attending a community college. But instead, when she found out about her bio parents, she moved to Virginia mm-hmm. and moved in with them. Shortly after they had lived together, the, what, the, the happy couple or biological parents uh, separated mm. uh, with intent to divorce. Now, her mom, her bio mom, had no idea about the sexual relationship with her, her daughter was having with her hus- ex-husband mm. until she read one of her other daughter's journals. So they had two other kids independent of uh, Katie. So this, that Katie, the bio daughter who moved in with them at 18, had two sisters. So I guess these would be full-blooded sisters. Okay. Because they were They weren't other... adopted or they... No. They okay. were, you know, the, the parents yeah. raised those kids. I see. So um, I guess her, her daughter had a journal where she found drawings of a pregnant Katie. Mm. So that the daughter, her sister knew that the girl was pregnant. Oh, wow. Um, she also said her daughter had written that Plattle, her father, was making her call Katie her stepmom. Did she not know how to write? It's just a journal with pictures in it? I don't know. Maybe okay. she's a, okay. maybe she's a rotundo. I don't okay. know. Yeah. There's a lot of incest going on here. Yeah. <laughs> That's where rotundos come from. Um, there are no words to describe the sense of betrayal and disgust I'm feeling. That's got to be, that's got to, that's got to really hurt. When I, you open up your kid's journal and find your daughter, your evidence of your daughter fucking your husband. I knew there was incest going on. The proof is right here in this journal entry. Actually, it's just a picture of a tree. Never mind. Sorry. <laughs> False alarm. Mm. Um, yeah, so she was really upset. She was destroyed by it. Uh, she took out protective orders against her ex-husband so he couldn't go near her or their two younger daughters. Mm. You know, I wouldn't even let him near the family dog. No. You know, at that point. Um, afterwards, Plattle, the husband, and Katie, the, the, uh, the, the daughter who found them, they married last year, mm. July 2017, and their son was born in September. Uh, the arrest warrant indicated the couple intended to marry after he was divorced in June 2017, and they actually had like pictures posted online on Facebook of their wedding. Would you have attended that wedding? As as what? I don't know. If you're like one of his friends, and he's just like, dude, I just met my biological daughter, and uh, we're hooking up. Yeah, I'd probably go to that. <laughs> how can you? How can you not go to that? You know, dude, isn't it kind of? But I mean, at the same time, it's like I don't know. I'd feel weird giving. I never want to go to a wedding anyway. At least least with that one, that's it. It would be pretty historic. You know, it seems historic. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, you know, it's got the family tree, just no branches. Yeah, straight tree (laughs) there. Um, Yeah, I don't know. It seems like a paradox would open up or something (laughs) just from being there. I just wonder if like. Because he probably tried to play it off like he just met this younger girl mm. and that they're not related. Mm. But I'm sure some people, like his confidants at the wedding, were like, he's totally, he totally knocked up his kid. Mm. What the fuck? But then again, you're in Virginia. Yeah. And maybe that's somewhat normal there, you know? 
Um, so uh, they're saying that uh, people people thought it was just legal in North Carolina, Virginia, for two people who are biologically related to get married. So a lot mm. of people didn't even question it. Yeah, they thought it could be illegal. So they were charged with incest when they, with I guess the wife reported it. They were charged with incest. They were also charged with two counts of contributing to the delinquency of a minor. Hmm. And so that's why uh, when they were arrested, the child that they had was taken away and given to the mother. They were both arrested for a period of time. But, um, and I guess they, they weren't allowed to live together. And Katie, the younger, the younger girl, his daughter, um, she was released back to her adopted parents. And she was, she was not allowed to travel outside the state. And she was not allowed to see her father. Okay. Anymore. And their child. Was Are these given, laws based on Greek myths or something? These are weird. I don't this know. Very I mean, strange. Yeah. Is this. Yeah. yeah. You, you'd think she would have heeded yeah. the warnings of like, Sophocles. Rape is legal, <laughs> but only if you assume the form of a stork while you do it or something, you know? <laughs> what the fuck? So, yeah. So, the, uh, the, the mother of Stephen, Stephen's mother here, uh, was taking care of their biological son. Eesh. Yeah, and so uh, that day when he started the killing spree, he called his mother and was like, I want to pick up the son because I'm going to just hang out with him just for the right. day. And so she let him, next thing you know, started a killing yeah. spree. Yeah. So yeah. And you know, it's, I'm just going to take him to Jimboree. After all, I am his father, grandfather. You know? <laughs> and she's just like, okay. Yeah. Why do you have an AK-47 <laughs> in the back? Oh, yeah. Don't look at, don't even ask me about that. Yeah, it's- you know, that's not your concern, mom. Hmm. In fact, you're my mom and my sister. Hmm. <laughs> you, know, you never really know about those family trees. No. Yeah. Hmm. You know, the weirdest thing about this story, if you look at the pictures of them, hmm. th- he doesn't look that much older than she does. Maybe it's good genes, which is odd because they're all the incest. Right. But she is actually kind of attractive. Sure. I would be yeah. into a girl like that. She's kind of like, she kind of looks like, uh, I don't know, kind of goth. You, yeah. It looks like a lot of girls I dated back in high school. What's her name again? Her name is uh, Katie Plattle, P-L-A-D-L. Mm. K-A-T-I-E. Mm. Yeah, check her out. Okay. I'll post a picture of it on yeah. the site, but I can mm. understand the genetic sexual attraction going on there. All right. Well, there you go. All right. So um, I guess the moral of the story is don't impregnate your children. Just don't. It's never mm. a good idea. That's why we have laws against it. That's why there's been there have been Greek tragedies written about it. Oh, she's Asian. Is she Asian? Yeah. Okay. She's totally Asian. Kind of hot though, right? Yeah. She's an artist, apparently. Well. Yeah. She was going to be. Right. Yeah. All right. Well. But yeah, moral of the story: mm. don't have sex with your kids. Mm. What do you have here for the second story? All right. Well rapist who tricked girlfriend frightened of spirits into having sex with him by pretending to be ghost is jailed wasn't there a bill cosby movie about this ghost dad ghost dad yeah 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 that's i think that's where it all started yeah <laughs> he was jailed to he say was jailed. He was, okay all right. he, he, he didn't he was not commended Oh, okay. You know, yeah. So <laughs> he wasn't given a show. Nope. Cosby show. <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> yeah, he's got a show on Amazon now. <laughs> um, so, uh, Twisted Liam Clark, 35, of Devon, played on the girl's fear of the supernatural by writing notes pretending to be from a spook to convince her to have sex with him multiple times. Hmm. Yeah. That's an interesting ploy. Very creative. 
It is. I right, mean, normally, yeah. like Bill Cosby is just like, I'm just going to slip this in your drink. You're going to pass right. out, and I'll have sex with you multiple times. This guy's like, you know, I'm going to go the creative route. Yeah. You know, it's a lot of a lot of work has to go involved, a lot of machinations. You know, a vile rapist has been caged for 26 years after tricking a teenage girl terrified of the supernatural to have sex with him by pretending to be a ghost. Hmm. Monstrous Liam Clark knew the 15-year-old girl was fearful of evil spirits and exploited her naivete by claiming her house was haunted. How would he... I just don't get how he'd even know that, like, that she's scared of evil. First of all, how does the guy know the girl? Has that ever been established? Bear with me here, because maybe you can help me figure this out. All right, all right. Because there's some puzzling things in this story. Not Not everything adds up here. Um, I, I think actually, but I, oh, you know what? It actually does add up. Bruce Willis was a ghost the whole time. Oh, That's what he was it a is. ghost the yeah, whole yeah. time. Uh-huh. God. Sorry yeah. about the spoiler people. Yeah. <laughs> but that's, uh, how it, that's how it happens. Right. The sick 35 year old made strange noises in the night and started pushing notes under her bedroom door, which claimed to be from the ghost. All right. First of all, do ghosts even write notes? Uh, no. Was it Invisible Ink? Yeah. No, the ghosts use WhatsApp, I think. Right? <laughs> is, that, is that what they do these yeah, days? Yeah, that's what they do these days. Do you think he was making the noises? Whoa. No, yeah, he was. Just, so he's just, I just typical, said that. typical ghost noises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moving shit around the room, uh-huh. like around the house. Yeah. All right. Um, They made threats to her and her family and told her the only way of getting rid of the demon was by having sex with him. That's what it said in the ghost note. In the ghost note, yeah. Okay. Hmm. Ghost note. Yeah. <laughs> that, should, that should be an app. Ghost note? Yeah, yeah. I don't know what it would be, but ghost note. Yeah. You know, just think, all we need is the name. That's it. It's just, I'm going to send you a really rapey letter in my ghost note. Yeah. Casper used to do this. Clark then went to her bedroom armed with another note, also from the ghost, instructing her to have sex with him. Whoop. So he put a note under a thing and she got from the, and then he showed up. He's like, you know, I got this. No- oh, you got a note too. Yeah. Mine says, uh, I have to have sex with you. Isn't that weird? <laughs> Wait. So he was saying he got a note from the ghost. Yeah. Was he her babysitter or something? Here's the thing. It doesn't explain why he's in her house. In a 35 year old. And how old is a kid? 15? A 35 year old rapist. Is and in the house. 15. And and she's 15. 15, yeah. Okay. Like, why is he in her house? I, I, I just don't understand it. Is he a it. boarder? You know, like in like the old Sherlock Holmes stories, you know, in England, you used to have a boarder, you know, you have to take boarders and you make them breakfast. Or maybe right? it's an Airbnb or something. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that was One kind of, of the same things. idea. With bachelors, you yeah, know, breakfast, you know. and they board with <laughs> a like family. like a bed and breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I could kind of see this. Where, where, where did this happen again? Southampton. Okay, I yeah. Think. Or Devon or somewhere like that. So yeah. in these notes, does it describe, I guess, the like how it's written? Like, was it written in like old English? Or was it actually, you know, like something like a, like a, a Dickensian type of prose? Um, I'm go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to jump ahead. I'm, since you asked, I'm going to jump ahead. But um, uh, the, the lawyer was explaining it at one point, And it said, one night a note came under her door with a scary face on it. So he drew a scary face <laughs> drew a scary on face. the note. Okay. Uh, it claimed to be from the ghost and said, if you don't have sex with Liam, I'm coming after you. <laughs> Why? Okay. Yeah. Is this ghost his wingman? <laughs> like the ghost is like, dude, 
bro, I'm going to help you get laid, all right? I think it was actually coincidence. And afterwards, the ghost was like, no, I meant Liam Gallagher. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So anyway, yeah. he's slipping notes in yeah, the door. Had a scary really face. rapey notes yeah. with a scary face. Yeah. And the girl who's somehow That's what sold it. inexplicably terrified of ghosts. Draw a scary face on it. Well, hold on, I can get to all this. Yeah, why? Hold your horses okay. here, D, all right? Come on. Um so apparently uh he also sexually abused two young girls in Southampton by putting coins inside his underpants and getting them to play a game of hide and seek. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> coins in his... So are they supposed to seek the coins? Yeah. How is this guy... This guy ever, is some kind know? of like sex offender performance artist. Yeah, exactly. He's like, like the soy bomb of, you know, sex offenders He's or like something. the Gallagher of yeah. sex offenders. I don't Jesus understand Christ. how he's so creative. Yeah. Man, it's... You know what? The, the, to be honest, I bet you most sex offenders are like, dude, you don't have to work this hard. Yeah. It's like, just go get some fucking candy corn in a rusty van. Yeah. They'll come to you. Just get some chicken Alfredo, put it in some uh, <laughs> yeah, Tupperware. Put it in Tupperware. Yeah. It's not that hard. No, I don't understand these it. gambits that you yeah. have to keep doing. <laughs> Diet Pepsi and some Xanax. It's fine. Yeah, it's, it's not you know? that difficult. Yeah. God, you're gonna, I mean, think about the cash mm. me outside girl. I mean, it's just take probably what? Like a little nugget of weed? Yeah. That's all it would take. So he was jailed for 26 years. That's Um, good. He was also put on the sex offenders register for life. Well, that's probably good too. And um, he will most likely remain in prison indefinitely. Did they catch the ghost? Yeah, they caught him outside. (laughs) 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 He would have gotten away with it too. Sounds like it. If it wasn't for all these um, <laughs> sex crime detectives. <laughs> uh, yeah. Pesky so, uh, sex crime this detectives. This is what the judge told Liam Clark. Your offending across the years was monstrous. You have devastated three lives. You knew that the last victim was significantly, significantly scared of the idea of ghosts and spirits. You knew that and deliberately exploited it at a time when she was particularly vulnerable. Hmm. So he must have been, he must have probably told her a ghost story and saw how scared she became or something. Yeah, well, this is actually what happened. Um, uh, during a trial earlier this month, the jury heard how Clark devised the ghost ruse after discovering the girl was terrified of evil spirits as a result of a bad experience during a Ouija board game with school friends. Bad. So she, this guy which probably, is, which I believe is also what how Captain Howdy came about. Oh yeah, the Captain right? Howdy came from yeah. a Ouija board experience. All bad things. Well, there's, I mean, there's a whole. Uh, there's, did you ever see that horror movie called Ouija? Uh, no. About a Ouija board. Okay, it's really scary. It's it's stupid, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like most new horror films. Right. Yeah. Um. So this guy, hmm. this guy must have been like a boarder or a relative or something. They don't get into it. It's, it's like a it's vital right. part of the story. Uh, yeah, that For exactly. some reason, they, they just they deliberately they just omit. seem to gloss over yeah. it. Like the whole reason why he was even in the house. <sighs> yeah, it's strange. And that is odd. I wonder Maybe what they ha- can't reveal the nature of it without somehow revealing who she is or something. Oh, that could, that could be because yeah. they can't uh, name the, vict- uh, the victims here. I guess. 
Hmm. So so he knew about this Ouija board experience. Yeah. And he's like, you know what? Yeah. I can get into her pants if I pretend to be a ghost. Yeah. This is his new scam here. Yeah. She, she, yeah. she must have told him about it one night when they were doing laundry or whatever they do because they live together apparently. Well, he probably you know? tried the coins in the underwear trick and right. it just wasn't working. He's like, God, I got to back to the drawing board here. Yeah. And then she told him like, oh, you know, I, I got scared the mm. shit out of me the other night. I was scared shitless the other night from a Ouija board. And so, then he's like, ghost. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, wheels are always turning with this guy. Yeah, the prosecutor said in early 2016, his abuse moved up a gear and he started to have full intercourse with her. He was quite, quite clever in how he engineered that. Okay, I don't know if he was quite clever. <laughs> He's creative. He is creative. I'm not going to go give, as yeah. far as to say he was clever. Because it's pretty fucking stupid. Did he do the like, pottery scene? Like, I don't think she was due to go to school at Cambridge or anything. You know no, what I mean? This, no, this yeah, I'm, I'm, to be thinking, honest. I'm thinking she was probably homeschooled. She might yeah. actually be a SoundCloud rapper. Probably. You know, yeah. which, which makes sense. <laughs> yeah. The girl was always frightened of the dark and ghosts and the supernatural. He played on that, making noises in the house at night and throwing things around, making like the house was haunted. Uh, then he put the note with the scary face. I wonder, I wonder to what extremes he went to. Like, do you think he got like uh, dry ice and there'd be smoke going under her door <laughs> every time the ghost would come out? I would hope he put a little bit of yeah, stagecraft into this. Do you think this, he actually you know? like, wore an outfit? To look like a ghost? Because I would need, if I was this kid and I was going to have sex with this Well, what this kid didn't rapist. realize is that she never saw the ghost in him in the same place at the same time. But did she ever, did she actually see the ghost or was no. it only the ghost notes? Ghost notes. See, I wouldn't be convinced by the, I would no. not get raped or allow myself to uh, get raped by this guy unless I saw mm. the ghost. Well, um, she did have sex with him and afterwards he told her that if she told anyone, the ghost would come after her. Which, only, which which checks out. You know, yeah, I mean, makes it, it makes sense. Yeah. God, this ghost is so accommodating. Mm. It's his wingman. Yeah. It's his uh, fixer. Yeah. You know? Wow. He tore up the notes and flushed them down the toilet. This ghost is like Michael Cohen, Trump's lawyer. How? Really helps his client. Does anything he needs. Okay. You yeah. know, pays off porn stars. Threatens <laughs> people. Yeah. He, he denies having sex with her. It, 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 or, or scaring her with ghosts and spirits. But he did say, at one time she had all the mirrors in her home covered. <laughs> wow, so, he really did a number on her. Yeah. It's like, I never had sex with her. It was the ghost. Yeah. The ghost did it. Which um, could have just been a Jewish funeral or something, you know? Oh, yeah, like mm. when you're sitting Shiva. Right. Something like that. Wow. Which is also to protect you from ghosts. And that is true. Because mm -hmm. you see the, the mirrors, that's yep. how they come in. That's the dibuks. They, yeah. They come through the mirror. It's true. Um, so I wonder what's going to happen to this girl. Like, I wonder if she's uh, like going to become a ghost hunter now, <laughs> you know, like and get her own series on yeah. Discovery. I mean, she clearly has a promising career in reality television. That's for sure. I could see her you becoming know? a paranormal investigator. Right. I mean, at this point, you know, I would be like, okay, I don't believe in ghosts anymore because obviously they're all rapists. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. She, she'll become like the Harry Houdini, like debunking yeah, psychics. Debunking psychics. The, uh, I yeah. think that's going to happen. Okay. Right. What's that guy's name? James Randi. You know that guy? No. He uh, he's often on Penn and Teller's show mm -hmm. or Penn show. That bullshit. Yeah. Uh, he's just a guy. He's a, he's a magician that just debunks. Um, uh, you know, people who claim to, to, to believe in ghosts. I fucking hate those guys. 
I fucking hate those. There, you know that stupid Steve Allen Theater on Hollywood Boulevard. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, the Center for Inquiry. There's like a group of of like weirdos that meet there. Paranormal? Are they like paranormal investigator skeptics. guys? Skeptics. And yeah, they yeah. debunk psychics and spiritualists. And I, I remember I got one of them as my Uber driver one night, and he's explaining this whole thing to me, and I'm like, Why? <laughs> Who gives a fuck? Well, that, why do you give a shit? Let him, you know, who cares? Well, that's fuck the thing. You. It's like if it makes someone feel better yeah. to believe this bullshit, like yeah. why not? I mean, why why not? And mm. at that point, on the same note, why not just go debunk religion? Right? Yeah, yeah. You know, like, yeah. just start going go to Catholic that. churches and be like, like these are all lies. There's yeah. no Jesus. <laughs> like, honestly, fuck those people. You know, <laughs> they're not as bad as like got to rain on your parade. You know, uh, uh, fake ghost rapists, but they're up there. In yeah. my book. Yeah. I know? hope they get raped by ghosts. Yeah. Rapists. Or squids. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, people can send stories to sickerongpodcast.com. Uh, we have phone calls come up next. You can always call the Sickerong hotline. We'd love to hear from you. 323-522-4032 is that number. Remember to keep it under three minutes. Before we get to our uh, first call here, though, we have a word from Adam and Eve. Hey, guys. It's me, Stephen. I'm a huge fan of your show. Thanks to your awesome coupon code, Diddle, I can buy myself loads of good sex toys. Since both of my wives died, and my Logaric disease got pretty bad, let's just say things in the bedroom got pretty boring. But thanks to adamandeve.com and coupon code diddle d-i-d-d-l-e I am now a new man. Thanks. So we have a few phone calls to get to to the sick and wrong drunk dial line. 323-522-4032 is that number. Uh, the first call is from a guy... Sounds down on his luck. Okay. He says, shit can always be worse. Hey, Gina Harrison. I got drunker than that, too. For everybody who thinks life's shit, it kind of can be. But just remember one time I got dumped by a girl telling me that she realized that I was the guy who made her realize that she was gay. So, you know, shit could be worse. It's like a 90s sitcom trope. <laughs> you know? I'm thinking she's letting this guy down easy, actually. Hmm. Sounds like there's a lot more, like, uh, negative qualities about this dude. Probably, yeah. You know, and she's yeah. just like, you know what? Is this Cali Bear? S- sounds like it. Okay. They, yeah. I can kind of tell by that drawl. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm sure she was like, Instead of, you know, being very harsh and very critical, she's like, I'm just going to let him down easy. I'm gay. Thanks to you. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and then just split. Can't blame her. Take it sleazy. Bye-bye. What what was that? What did he say? Take it sleazy. Take it sleazy. He's really wasted. I think that's why we can't understand him. Have you ever had that happen? You ever have a girl that you dated immediately become a lesbian right after you guys broke up? No. It's never happened to me. I don't think it's ever happened to me either. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised, but yeah. <laughs> I have, but, I, but at the same time, you have no idea what's going on with that girl. It's not like you're like having sex with you is like what what made her 
decide to like you know uh, become a lesbian for the rest of her life. Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, you have no idea. I I have known a number of women that like switched. Obviously, well, who knows? They switch, whatever. But they were like they were dating dudes, and then they're like, you know what? I think I'm just gonna date chicks now. And then they moved in with a chick, and they're like, this isn't for me. Yeah, that- <laughs> you know, I can't do this. This is not. I'm not. I'm never doing this again. Goodbye. Which is interesting because you'd yeah. think like I don't. You know, I don't know what it is. It's mm. like it's you know. I think guys. It, it's difficult living with women. Yeah. I imagine women might say the same thing about guys, but we're very. You know, I think oftentimes you're just kind of like whatever you need to make yourself happy. Like yeah. you know, I'll do whatever as long as you don't get mad at me. Right. And so it's like you know, you, you end up like being very accommodating. Yeah. But I think with two girls. They're going to see through that shit because Mm. they're like, you're not going to make me, you're not going to manipulate me into doing this. You can't use the period excuse on me. Yeah. You know, you can't say you're crampy because I'm crampy too. Right. Because they, but don't they like that their periods line up at the same time. Yes. Whereas like with me, it's like, you know, I live with my girlfriend. She'd be like, I'm crampy. I don't feel like getting up off the couch. Can you go pick up dinner? It's like, Mm. sure. Yeah. You know, I'll go do whatever. It's like, you know, I'll go get you Excedrin, you know, from the fucking Rite Aid. But it's like two girls. Who's going to do that? Right. You know, they see through that, that, that bullshit, yeah. you know? And so they were not going to let each other get manipulated. They're not going to be able to, uh, you know, to, to, to force somebody to do something. And so I think, in the, you know, what ends up happening is like, yeah, they, they realize maybe it's not for us. Mm. That could be. All right. Or maybe most guys are assholes and they live with a guy for a while and they're like, I don't even want to deal with this anymore. So yeah. then they become asexual. Yep. You know, and then just live by themselves with cats. That's what that's, that's what can happen. That's what happened to my mom. <laughs> just like people just suck. Like, Fuck this. I'm just yeah. gonna live with animals. Yeah, yeah. Which I can kind of understand that yeah. attitude too. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you know. Uh, gosh, I hope he, he sounds rather depressed. I don't. You know, I'm not gonna blame you, Cali Bear. Yeah. I don't think it was you. I mean, look, I've gotten dumped for a magician. You know. I think that's worse. Yeah, it is worse. I yeah, think that is probably. worse. Yeah. yeah. Um. Next call we have here is from uh, Todd the BV. I mean, if if a woman dumped me and then became a lesbian, at least be like, well, at least she's happy doing that. God yeah. bless, you know? Yeah. The fuck? I mean, why not? That's yeah. the attitude to have. Yeah. But magicians, no. You but never I'll... recover from that. No. You never I mean, that's, that's some trauma there, yeah. too. And then, you know, every time you like turn on the TV, you see yeah. David Copperfield or something, you, you start having the PTSD. Yeah. Every time I see a card trick, I start scrominting. And you know, scrominting. Yeah. <laughs> so next call we have here is from uh, Todd the BV. Okay. So Batman telling here. Oh, so an air compressor. It compresses air. It's not like a fucking tattoo gun who like squirts out a little bit of stuff. Like if you touch your hand with it. Yeah. The tattoo gun squirt out a little bit of stuff. Yeah. Um, Those ejaculating tattoo guns. I think he's referring to a news story we did a while back where an Indian oh, guy the got the uh, air compressor shoved in his anus and then yeah, killed him. Yeah, just like shoved yeah. through his colon. Yeah. It'll burn your hand off if it's hot or it'll tear it in. It's like, it's so crazy that you don't even understand how basic work works. You've never basic been on work works. You've never actually swung a hammer. Both are like little artsy fartsy sons of bitches. <laughs> You've never actually swung a hammer. All right, Todd. Let me let me tell you. Let me explain something to you here. Okay. Uh, first of all, we do a we do a comedy show, and uh, let me tell you something. There's nothing funny about two white guys who know everything. You know what I mean? Sometimes we pretend. 
like we don't know well, things because I mean, it's funnier. That's the thing. Could you, you know? imagine how like boring and arrogant our show would be if we're just yeah. trying to explain? We're mansplaining yeah. on how to do everything, yeah. which is kind of how Todd lives his life, which is right. probably why Todd never gets laid. Yes. You know, if you'd stop mansplaining yeah. and maybe pretend, make a joke yeah. about something, yeah. you know, so like, yeah. uh, you know, the girl, you guys would have something to talk about. I know uh, quite a bit about compressors. I know Ingersoll Rand makes them. And let me tell you about why I know this. Because I used to work for an auctioneer company that liquidated factories. Because factories are a thing that have been going away for 20 years. So, yeah, you know what? Probably in 15 years, most people won't know what the fuck compressors are. Because manufacturing won't be done in this country anymore. Well, not according to Trump. He's bringing it back. Making America great again. Yeah, but that's the thing too, Todd. You know, we don't talk about our life stories with you. Talk about every job we've ever had. Mm. I used to manage a warehouse. We used to mm. have to use a compressor at the warehouse. Mm. We know what a compressor can do. Yeah. But we joke about it because we don't want to like mm. sit here and mansplain to the yeah. audience. That's Come not on. funny. Mm. Get with the picture here, buddy. You're fucking little bitches. Like, <laughs> the apocalypse comes. I steal everything. I steal your podcast equipment, then I make you work for me, and you're my freaking fucking slave. So- what is he? He's like he's Negan. He's Negan meets the Hamburglar. <laughs> he's Negan the Hamburglar. Wait, wait, yeah, is Negan? It's- I'll steal your hamburgers and your podcast equipment. So what? What is? What does he think he's going to do? Start his own apocalypse podcast with our podcast equipment? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Negan. Yeah. Well, well yeah, like the. Um, <laughs> Was the guy at Mad Max and Fury Road? You know, he had like a car, like in his fleet of fucking cars. He had one car with a guitarist. Oh, that one was, of his, yeah. One of his cars was the podcast car. <laughs> where it's like a bunch of guys in fucking studded metal diapers record a podcast while they're driving through the fucking desert. <laughs> yeah, it's That's de- going to be the podcast. It's definitely going to be yeah. Todd because, yeah, yeah you know, in, in the apocalypse, we're fucked because yeah. we can't do anything. Sure. So, so Todd, you know what? You, yeah. We'll just give you the podcast equipment. Yeah. Because yeah, I, I'm I'm looking forward to listening to Todd's apocalyptic podcast. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh, pick my cotton, bitches! What the fuck? You don't even know how powerful an air compressor is. You've never been around a piece of equipment in your life. You're so fucking useless. <laughs> and everyone who does know how bad that would hurt and what it would do to you, knows you're just useless, 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 and. Yeah, you're lucky. I don't know what he what did he just say. I, I couldn't hear it. Yeah. Todd, Todd's like speaking in tongues. He's, he's so bad. Yeah, yeah. He's kind of becoming he's unhinged. Softer and softer. I know. Yeah. He's like it's kind of like a like, it's like Christian Slater. You I was thinking Christian mad. Bale in American oh, okay. Psycho, yeah, yeah, just yeah. kind of getting a little mm. insane there. <laughs> Jesus. This privileged fucking douchebag life, yeah. Oh. Douchebag what? No, he said you're privileged douchebag, li- douchebag lives that we have. Oh, okay. Because we're very privileged, we both are. you and I. That's true, yeah. We are By dominating the, the podcast verse. Yeah. By the way, are you coming to uh, lacrosse practice this week? <laughs> <laughs> I'm planning yeah. on it. Okay, good. Anyway, have fun being artsy and fartsy and getting your section eight and bullshit. Yeah, pay for uh, people getting food stamps and be around people with meth. Yeah, don't carry a gun. Don't do that. Fucking asshole. Uh, I, I, I'll have you know that a lot of the people I know on meth do carry guns. Wise guy. You know? <laughs> and thanks to you, they yeah. still can. Yeah, so. Um, I, I love uh, how... Wait, I think there's more. You are the worst. You're both horrible. 
What did he say? He, uh, he said, we have better PR than a horse? No, he said, you are the worst. You're both horrible. Oh, okay. That, Jesus, Todd. Hmm. He's especially salty today. I think yeah, he's got Jesus. some sand in his vagina. He does, yeah. Maybe it's his time of the month. I don't know. Clearly, it's not about us, whatever's going on here. You know? It's clearly not about us. How many girlfriends do you think Todd has had that become lesbian directly <laughs> after dating Todd? Um, I would say at least became at least two became lesbian magicians. Definitely. <laughs> I'd be surprised mm. if he's had two girlfriends, though. Yeah. I, I'm not talking women that he's actually paid. Because mm. I'm sure there's been a lot of women that he's paid that become lesbian immediately after having sex with them. I, I think he's had a lot of... Pity sex, probably, you know? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I can see that worse. You know, um, I got to say, Todd, I love your use of the term artsy-fartsy. Yeah. It reminds me of my Aunt Nancy. Because she'd be like, you are always doing your artsy-fartsy projects. <laughs> oh, you're so artsy-fartsy, as they who, say in Rhode Island, you know? Who under yeah. the age of 30 uses the term artsy-fartsy? You, you, know you, you, know, you know who use... <laughs> you know who actually makes me think of whenever I hear that? Is the guy who is the last dad of the Hitler clones and boys from Brazil. He used the term artsy fartsy? Yeah, because um because his his Hitler clone son just kept taking artsy photos of their Dobermans. Hmm. Yeah. And she's like, you are so yeah. artsy fartsy. Yeah. yeah. Before I don't know, fucking Mengele killed him or whatever the fuck <laughs> happened in that movie. I don't remember. <laughs> I mean, was Lawrence Lawrence Olivier was Mengele, right? I think he was in that Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't even it's think I'm that. Movie. Are you? Do you consider yourself that artsy? I'm maybe more fartsy than I am artsy, but it, I, you know, I don't even consider myself that. Artsy I think I've artsy. used the phrase "art fag" to describe <laughs> myself on a number of occasions. That's the thing. You know? I know, uh, Todd. Mm. Use the term "art fag." Mm. That's way. That's mm. just sounds better than artsy. You, you know, you sound like your 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 age mm. by using the term "art fag" instead yeah. of "artsy fartsy." You sound like my aunt Nancy. Mm. I mean, she's like dead now, but I mean, she was like in her eighties. And she loved that word. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I, I'm a bit of. I guess I'm, I'm a bit of an art fag, but I mean, I'm not going to shy. I'm not going to shy away from a knife fight at the same time. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're complicated people. You know what I mean? People are complex. You know who uses the term uh, artsy fartsy? Is Rush Limbaugh? Does he? And I'm assuming Todd probably listens to Rush Limbaugh. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Have you ever mm -hmm. listened to Rush Limbaugh? Yeah, my dad used to listen to him. I so don't whenever, understand how anybody yeah. can listen to Rush Limbaugh. So like when I had to have my weekly, you know, outings with him, I'd it'd be on in the car. I yeah. I find him kind of hilarious though. Yeah. You know, I just I don't know. Okay, I guess let me uh preface this. I don't know. I thought how, him being a junkie would, would make me identify with him more, but it no, actually made me identify with him less. Less, yeah. Yeah. Because so. he's a junkie for all the wrong reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but uh so anyway, let me just preface this by I can. I don't understand how anyone can listen to Rush Limbaugh seriously, right? Because he's so out of it, and he's yeah. just such an idiot too. Yeah. Just such a fat blowhard, drug addict, hypocrite. But anyway, like I drive to work, and I've been uh, lately listening to talk radio, yeah. just on the AM stations. There's yeah. a few AM news stations, but Rush Limbaugh's on when I'm driving to work in the morning, and it's hilarious. Hmm. My favorite thing he's been saying recently is about the kid, David Hogg, the Parkland yeah. High School. He calls him Camera Hog. This oh. kid, this artsy fartsy kid, Camera Hog, hogging the cameras, mm. trying to take your guns away. And I was yeah. just like, yeah. Rush Limbaugh uses the term artsy fartsy. Yeah. Which is, I bet, where uh, Todd gets it from. 
Yeah, it's it's a, it's an odd thing to say. It is. It's weird. It's just odd to hear from somebody under thirty. Yeah, and he's got to be like, like are you a septuagenarian 20s. Midwest farmer? You know what I mean? That's who I expect to use that. Anyway, whatever. I guess okay. I'm not sure, but keep yeah. making America great again, Todd. I did technically go to art school. Hey, you're an art fag. Yeah, I wouldn't call you artsy fartsy though. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Um, always nice to hear from you, Todd. Right. And uh, and and thank you for the kind words. We hmm. appreciate it. Yep. We'll keep uh, riding that rocket. All right, next uh, call we have here is a uh, a guy calling in about referencing your comp story. You, uh, from last week, talking about running, uh, trying to sign up for the LAPD. All right. D, Harrison, love the show. I've been listening since the double digits, and Harrison, your addition to the show is a welcome breath of fresh air from uh, Lance's whiny little bitchness. At any rate, your adventures in the police academy, Harrison, have uh, inspired me to share a cool cop story as Dee was talking about some cool cop stories that he's had. Or rather that eh, he didn't say them, but he, well, whatever. So this goes back to uh, my post-college years, and I was going to my fraternity's formal as an alumni. And I had way too much to drink, and I decided that I was fine for going home. Is that, is that what you do when you're in a fraternity after you've graduated? You can go back to the formal and hang out with them? I think so, yeah. God, that's got to be kind of funny. Yeah. So I wonder if you're like the frat boys and you get these like 30-year-old frat boys coming back and trying to scam on all your chicks. Yeah, that's probably... Mm, they must hate that. that. Yeah. You know, I bet you Chad's just like, God, I hate mm. these guys <laughs> trying to bang our chicks. They probably actually... What probably happens... Is I'm sure the older frat guys come over and just like start passing out the roofies and be like, we're all going to get laid tonight. Right. Yeah. All right. Artsy I get into the car. I'm leaving the, uh, the hotel where the formal was. You know, some fraternities do just exist for the purposes of networking. Yeah. yeah They're no, not really the, 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 uh, 80s villain, <laughs> you know, <laughs> layers that, that I think you're it presuming depends, here. I think it depends you know? on the college. Okay, yeah. But there were, I mean, there yeah. were some fraternities in, uh, in uh, where I went to school, University yeah. of Michigan, that were like the Jew fraternities. Yeah. And I know the Jew fraternities did not have Hello. crazy parties and yeah. like, things like that. Yeah. But if you did go to one, yeah. you could like graduate and then just like, you know, get a job at like one of the dads. Right. You know, one of the other frat brothers' dads, like law firm. Yeah. But it was like Lambda, Lambda, Lambda. Yeah. The Jewish fraternities, yeah. Was at, and I'm driving down the road, and all of a sudden, the drunkenness starts hitting me, and I'm weaving a little bit. I think to myself, boy, I got to pull over. So I pull over to the side of the road, and just as I'm about to pull over to the side of the road to get out and just stop and go back, the uh, I see the berries flashing in the rearview mirror, Ooh. and I know the cops have got me red-handed. Ah. So uh, my whole uh, sort of life is... Uh, I feel like this the is worst feeling awful. ever. Bad, you know. Everything's going like shit. It's a terrible night. So I pull over and I throw my keys on the dash, put my hand, roll the window down, uh, put my hands on the steering wheel so they can see. Cop comes up to me, asks me, uh, You've been drinking tonight? And I was drunk and I said, Yeah. And he says, You've been drinking too much? And I said, Yeah. And I'm an asshole. I'm sorry. I shouldn't be driving. He's like, where's you coming from? And I told him the uh, hotel I came from, and he goes back to his partner. He's talking to him. He comes back. He's like, do you still know people back at that hotel? He's like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I do. And I'm an idiot. I should have stayed there. He's like, yeah. He goes talk to his partner. He's like, well, tonight's your lucky night. 
And I'm like, well, what do you mean, officer? And he's like, well, here's what's going to happen. My partner is going to get in your car, and he's going to drive it. You're going to get in the back of the police squad car, and we're going to drive you back to the hotel that you came from. And I said, huh? He's like, yeah, you just get in the back of the squad car, and we're going to go back to the hotel, and we're going to drop you off, and you're going to be nice and safe. And I'm like, uh, okay. And so I'm stunned. Uh, yeah. Did I get in the cop car? And I'm not. I mean, every now and then, white guys will just help each other yeah, out. I was about you know to I mean? say this would never happen yeah, to yeah. a black guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Squad car, and I'm in the back, and it's really uncomfortable. And uh, the guy's partner asked me, "Is like, does your car have any tricks to it?" And I say, "Other than it's a piece of shit, no." So I'm in the back of the squad car. We go back. To the hotel I came from, where the park. Oh, it has a button that, that, that has an oil slick that comes out the back. It's a fucking DeLorean. <laughs> yeah, like the Spy yeah. Hunter car. Yeah, yeah. You know, what, what I don't understand is like, usually when cops see a drunk driver, mm. aren't they stoked? I mean, that's like, uh, I mean, that's like high up on the quota list. Um, I, I guess it depends on if the, your police department has quotas for that kind of thing. I think if you like, nab a drunk driver, it's like looks pretty good for you like if like i don't know I, I feel like sometimes if you were just on a patrol and you're just cruising around whatever maybe you just started your shift maybe you're like i gotta bring this guy back to the station and i gotta fucking type up like three pages of paperwork now and i'm gonna i just got out of the station you know i wanted to drive around a little bit you know i could see that maybe I if you're see. a lazy cop i mm. think most cops are like that's 10 points right there mm. got a drunk driver it's like just below like mm. a murderer or something <laughs> Ghost rapist. And they are asking you where what room I came from. And I just guess the the okay, these yeah. cops are getting a little inquisitive here. Yeah, this is uh yeah, something I don't now I'm kinda nervous for the guy. Like so the cops are driving mm. him and his car back to a hotel and they're like, What room are you in? Mm. Do they have like Vaseline on their nightsticks? <laughs> Cause then I'd get really nervous. Yeah. And maybe if they're mm. Chicago cops. Hey, they, there's a part two. Yeah. Hey, D and Harrison, uh, I just thought I got cut off. I'm sorry, I couldn't keep it under three minutes. Anyways, the rest of the story is that I get dropped off at uh, the hotel room I came from, and the police follow me to the room, and as I knock on the door and the person answers, he's an 18-year-old kid in my fraternity, and he's got a beer in his hand, and he's like, hey, what's up? And he sees the police, and he's like, uh-oh. Puts the uh, puts the beer bottle behind his back so they can't see, and they just say, "You know this guy?" They said, "Yep." Can you stay here? Yep. I said, "Thank you," and uh, they left. They put my keys in with the uh, front desk. Uh, they left, and then I went in and I smoked a joint in celebration. So uh, that was a really cool cop story. I thought uh, they were really cool guys. Uh, a lot of. Uh, my future probably couldn't have happened if I had gotten the DUI at that point. At any rate, uh, this is about 15 years ago, and um, keep up uh, doing the sick and wrong shit. Uh, really appreciate it. It's been a blast. Thank you. Bye-bye. That is a cool cop story. Yeah. I don't think that happens very often. Where, where do you think... You think he was in like the Midwest? Or I think something? it's literally like a textbook definition of what people mean when they say white privilege. You know, honestly, I'm <laughs> yeah. not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying that's kind of what people mean when they. Are say you that, saying this you know? wouldn't have happened to Rodney King? 
Probably no. Probably not. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I, again, I had a situation where I got pulled over by a cop once, and I I wasn't drunk, but I was high as fuck, and I definitely should have been arrested for driving under the influence. And, and for whatever weird reason, he let me go. Hmm. Even though I could barely even keep my eyes open. You know? Wow. Yeah. I've, I've never had So many. who knows what... You know, you never know with these people. Sometimes they're they're like they're they're mercurial, like fairy creatures. Sometimes they'll, you know. I mean, I guess it de- it depends on the disposition, the yeah. type of cop. Because right. I've all, I mean, we were talking about this last week, mm. but there are several different, like I guess, archetypes of cops. There's right. like the cop that was like the big partier yeah. back in the day, and he's sure. a reform partier, and the yeah. only job he can really get now is just being a cop. Mm. And those guys, I bet you, that's what these two guys were. It's like you know, they probably partied. Right. You know, they probably were the cool jocks or whatever in high school. Right. And so they're like, we're not going to fuck up this guy's life. Well, I mean, also, you know, police officers are tend to suffer from alcoholism more than a lot of other professions. You not know? dentists. No? Dentists are Dentists way have worse. more? Yeah. Alcoholism? They do a lot of drugs hmm. and alcohol. I don't know why. Maybe because you have to put your hands in people's mouths. Yeah, I mean, I bet it does a dentist. He never... Uh... He, didn't, he didn't do any drugs? Eh, not really. I think he I smokes think he weed did. once in a blue moon. Yeah, but he yeah. likes uh, he likes the ladies. He right? does like the ladies. Yeah, yeah, I think that's his drug. Okay, sex. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess it, it depends. Maybe these cops are kind of like you know what these guys are kind of cool. Yeah, I, you know, at that point, I would have been like, I'm fucked. Hmm. You know, I've I've been pulled over. I, I guess I've been pulled over high. Although I've been pulled over high and like had my whole car searched. Yeah. You know, I think part of it was in, I think part of it is, it depends on how you look. Yeah. Like, I mean, when you got pulled over and you're like extremely inebriated, well, you were high mm. when you're really high. But I mean, um, when they saw you, did, were you dressed kind of normally or did you have long hair? I had black dreadlocks. Wow. Yeah. I can't believe they didn't. Uh, I, know. I know. God, every time I get pulled over with, yeah. when I had dreads, it was like they're searching my whole car. Yeah. You huh. know? Well. But hey, you get lucky, I guess. Yeah. My white guy with dreads. You think then that deserves a beat down. Yeah. You know? Like, if you're going to beat anybody down, a white guy with dreads. Yeah. He probably deserves it. Yeah, I looked like a hippie. Kind of. Yeah. A goth yeah. hippie, but. Yeah, that's kind of yeah. how I was back in college. Mm. Um, well, you got lucky. That is a cool cop story. Yeah. I don't think that happens very often at all. Mm. God, I would have like, man. I, yeah, I think I would have lost my bowels. I'd right. been so scared. <clears throat> I mean, because that's the one thing about uh, driving drunk, mm. in which I've, I haven't done in a while, because there's no real reason to now. With Maybe he over. accidentally used, like, the fucking Freemason's, you know, like secret word. or something. Tubal cane or whatever he's supposed to say, you know? Uh, yeah, who yeah. knows? Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't, I, you know, you, you definitely got lucky. Yeah. Like, I, I would have been freaking out. Yeah. You know, and so I, I'm thinking most, I think that's the thing. I don't drive drunk very often anymore because you don't really need to with yeah. Uber and Lyft. But, uh, you know, when I did, I would just kind of like the next morning just be like, what the fuck? That remorse that you had? Like, yeah. I mean, because, you know, you're going to make it home fine. I don't, I, you're probably not going to kill anybody I, I'm, unless you're really, really drunk and mm. you shouldn't be driving. But I've driven buzz and I've been fine. Sure. But if you get pulled over, it's going to fuck with your life for years. Right. Like, isn't it like seven years on your record? Your insurance goes up. Yeah. You got to pay five grand. You yeah. have to spend a night in jail. Uh-huh. It, it's on it's, your record. And yeah. then like uh, when, when you try to get your license back, then you got to have like a, a breathalyzer installed in your steering wheel. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. a huge pain in the ass. Yeah, I my, mean, that alone. My ex money. had one of those. Oh, really? Just yeah, yeah, yeah. She couldn't start her car without yeah. the fucking breathalyzer? Yeah. Sometimes you just have me blowing it. <laughs> 
claws in the passenger seat. Yeah, what would stop that? You yeah. know, I had to help a buddy of mine uh, who he got uh, he got arrested like a, years ago, mm. like seven or eight years ago, and he hasn't driven. He stopped driving, but now he wants to get a car again. And the DMV is like, "Hey, you got to get this breathalyzer thing put in your car." Mm-hmm. So now he has to go get. He just got a car. Now he has to go to the place to get this thing installed. And then he's got to go back to the DMV to prove that's installed. Yeah, and he's got to have this in his car for the next six months. Mm-hmm. And I was like. That's going to impact your, uh, your, your picking up the ladies. Right. Because that's one of the reasons why he got a car. It's because he lived in L.A. didn't have a car. And oh. so what you kind of need if you're yeah. going to pick up chicks is most chicks don't want to date a guy that doesn't, doesn't have a car. But then when you, when you pick up the girl and then she's like, what's that? It's like, oh, that's my breathalyzer. I need to start my vehicle. You just have to swing into that. You know what I mean? <laughs> How do you swing into that? Just like, I'm a scumbag. I mean, that's what I do. <laughs> Honestly. That's what I do. Like, that's how I. As soon win as you pick days. up your your bumble yeah. date, you're like, I'm yeah. a scumbag, and this is my breathalyzer. I yeah. need to legally start my vehicle. Yeah. Wow, that's got to make the panties moist. Yeah. yeah. I don't have a job. I'm a, I'm a total disaster. You know what I mean? They like it. Yeah, I'm beginning to yeah. think that the BV Todd the BV might be right about us. <laughs> <laughs> Our fag scumbags. Mm. Make America great again. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, thank you for that. That's a that's a very rare cool cop story. Yeah, but I guess that it's true. There are cool cops out there. Uh, people can call us. Stick around. Hotline three two three five two two four zero three two. We did get one email from a listener here, a uh, Jim Dog in the UK. He says, "Hey D, Ho Harrison." quite sure what he said that. I don't know. Okay, Maybe sure. you're a hoe. Uh, just listen to Harrison's attempts to get a job in the police force, and it's fucking hilarious. Top quality podcrafting. Please, please make Harrison trying to get a job a regular feature. I'd love to hear of his <laughs> efforts to become a Catholic priest, mm. or maybe a male stripper, or better still, a gay-for-pay porn star. Mm. Full love and sickness and wrong, Jim Dog. You think that could happen? Yeah. You think we could do this where you just try to get some ridiculous jobs? If you're gonna if you're gonna be gay, might as well be for pay. <laughs> I mean, that's what my grandfather, who's also my father, always said. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm trying to think mm. of what jobs I'd like you to apply for. Yeah. I'm thinking firemen. That'd be interesting. Oof. See how far you can get with that. Yeah, I, I don't know if I have the upper body strength for that. Rabbi. Mm, I can that, do might, that. that might work. How about yeah. Moyle? Ugh. <laughs> Harrison, Boyle at work here. Hire me. I'll cut it off perfectly. Um, yeah, people, why, why don't you uh, call in and suggest mm. what, what, what jobs, what vocations you'd like to see Harrison apply for? I'll give it a shot, you know? <laughs> that could be a new regular, that could yeah. be a new like uh, monthly segment or something. Yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing that. Um, People, you can support the show by becoming a Sick and Wrong patron. We do appreciate that. Go to patreon.com slash wrong. And uh, yeah, sign up today. We have uh, several different tiers. If you sign up for the $5 tier, you will then be able to get all the bonus content. And we have lots of bonus content. We have like outtakes. We have an extra Patreon story and extra Patreon phone calls. At least like, I don't know, 30 minutes of extra content a week. Yeah, and you and you definitely should sign up because you know who can't sign up? That dead little girl in there. <laughs> Dirty Harrison. Yeah. Yeah, the ghost rapist probably can't sign up either. No. Maybe you can get the ghost to do it. But just go to patreon.com slash sick and wrong. We appreciate the support and uh, we, we like giving back. That's what we like to do. Uh, you can also buy sick and wrong merchandise at the Redbubble store, sick and slash store. You can click on the picture of the Pope. Um, 
You know, Vern Troyer died. Did you know that? I did hear that. Yeah. Vern Troyer, uh, best known for playing Mini Me in the Austin Powers comedies and uh, for being one of the shortest men in the world, one of the shortest living men in the world. Mm. Uh, he died at the age of 49 mm. just today. Um, apparently, he's been on, on some form of life support since being taken to the hospital earlier this month after uh, cops got a report that he was drunk and suicidal. He was being treated for alcohol poisoning. How much alcohol do you think it would take to poison Vern Troyer? I'm thinking like a, I don't know, like a 40 of Mickey's. No, come on. The the, the guy's liver is like the size of like, I don't know, your scrotum. Yeah, I guess it is pretty small. I mean, he's a little guy. Mm. The guy's like probably, I don't know, what is he? Like four, he's not even four feet tall. You'd be surprised. You know what I mean? I, I would be I would be amazed if he could drink us under the table. I've met some little drunks, and yeah. it's like, how do you do it? How that, do that little? You do it, not that little. <laughs> um, so yeah. Anyway, I guess he uh, he um, he was struggling for with alcoholism for years. Been to rehab many times. Hmm. That would have been kind of cool. Big in rehab with oh, yeah, Definitely, that would have been cool. Uh, the fa- his family says during the recent adversity, he was baptized at the hospital while surrounded by his family. Uh, Isn't that kind of weird? He's on life support though. Yeah. So he wasn't conscious. I would be, I would be like horrified. I'd be yeah. angry. I'd be yeah. really upset. Yeah. Like, what are you artsy fartsy people doing to me? Yeah. Um, he was born with a genetic disorder known as uh, a chondroplasia dwarfism. Right. Uh, but he said growing up on a farm in Michigan, he was never treated differently by his parents. Hmm. Than his, you know, than his average size siblings. So, so rest in peace. There, we're going to tip our glasses to Vern Troyer. Um, perhaps we'll post his sex tape for the video of the week. <laughs> mm. uh, finally, here, Sick Wrong Song of the Week. Um, I'm going to have to play High Bish by Bad Baby. Excellent. High Bish. It's actually a, like, I don't know, like a two part song. It's called High Bish, What You Know. So, High Bish, What You Know. All right. That's a, that's what it's called. Um, you know, unbelievably, I didn't mention this before, but you know, she's she's nominated for the and Bill- it's not New Delhi's latest singing sensation, Bod Bobby. All right, no, guys, it's come on, Bad Baby. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, she's nominated for Billboard Music Awards Top Rap Female Artist, along with Cardi B and Nicki Minaj. That's amazing. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I, at first, I was like, "That's crazy," and then I'm like, "Oh, it's just because Billboard." wants people to talk about billboard because nobody talks about fucking billboard and, and this is becoming you know? viral because everyone's yeah. like what the fuck the yeah. cash me outside girl is yeah. being compared to cardi b and yeah. Nicki minaj i would be upset i'm a, mm. how, how come like uh they haven't started a beef with her maybe because she's 14 and irrelevant yeah she's 14 oh she's not irrelevant man. yeah, well, yeah. I don't know. she's the shape of things to come well that that's what i was thinking she's the future mm. of music this is the future of music yeah. and, and it that future is bleak I'm way too old. I'm, I'm way too old to understand this music. Right. I am. I'm definitely don't understand the appeal, or and I can and I fully admit SoundCloud rap is not made for a man of my age. Definitely I'm, not. I'm not a big fan of her music. I feel the way I feel about her is like the way I feel about the Insane Clown Posse. It's like I'm not. I don't like the music, but I I, I appreciate the the package and the and the concept. You know, that's kind of how I feel too. I appreciate her existence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know, she will do. You know, she will engage in beefs at mm. a shopping mall. Yeah. Or uh, or on an airplane. Sure. You know, she's an unpredictable element. Yeah. She'll and I do slap like a that. baby on an airplane. She's, she she'll will do slap it. a baby. Yeah. And you know, people, I urge you to watch the video. 
Hi, Bish. Mm. She, um, she actually gets executed in an electric chair. Ah. Yeah, and then she's led down the street while riding in a Porsche that's being pulled by a white horse who's being led by an executioner, like a guy in full execution I guard. I gotta watch this, okay. Uh, it's yeah. great. Yeah. And, and the chorus is so so easily just uh, able, you're able to repeat it so easily and just memorize it because it's like all she's saying is, habish, 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 hmm. that's it. You know, it's like, that's all it takes for music today. Yeah, easy to remember. It's just easy to remember. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna end the show here with, hi, Bish, what you know, hmm. you know. Um, well, thanks, Bish, for doing the show. And thank you, all you Bishes, for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week with episode 632. Until then, take it sleazy. White Jays, white Porsche, white wrist, white horse. Hi, bitch. Hi, bitch. Hi, bitch. Hi, bitch. I do not sniff it to roll it. Nope. It do not jump when I pull it. Nope. I do not run, I reload nope. it. Nope. I do not save it, I throw it. White Jays, white Porsche, white wrist, white horse. Hi, bitch. Hi, bitch. Hi bitch, hi bitch. Please stop, please stop, please stop, please stop. <laughs> stop that shit. That fit look like you bought it at the kiosk. Oh, and they got a nerve to ask why she yeah. wow. Why you counting all that money that we got? I ain't worried about no basic bitches. All y'all look like you still fly spirit. All y'all must not have looked in the mirror. All y'all looking but the windows in the light. Hi bitch. I don't know what made I. If you want, but you know I ain't playing like White J's, white Porsche, white wrist, white horse Hi bitch, hi bitch, hi bitch, hi bitch I do not sniff it to roll it Nope It do not jump when I pull it Nope I do not run, I reload it Nope I do not save it, I throw it White J's, white Porsche, white wrist, white horse Hi bitch, hi bitch, hi bitch, hi bitch Grown as hell and you
Batman villain here. Um, yeah, I bought another house, and um, I also got really, really drunk. And that's what I do. But if you want to come out here and learn to ski, ski you're welcome to. But there's going to be no juice stars in your skis. 